0: Welcome to The Fluent Show. Hello, hello. This is a podcast about loving, living and learning languages with me, Kirsten Cable. Welcome to you to episode 88. That's today's episode. And I'm going to guide you through a solo, which is part of my Q&A series, where essentially you send me a question. And I'll answer it on the podcast. The question would be helpful if it's about language learning in its various question-throwing-upping... Permutations and all that stuff. So there's so many questions about language learning, about how to do this, how to do it well, and what it means for us. That recently I've received lots and lots, and I'd love to receive more from you. So you're always welcome to send your questions if you want to hear them on the show to me. Either you can email them to Kirsten. That's K-E-R-S-T-I-N at fluentlanguage.co.uk or simply use one of the contact forms on the website fluent.show. For this episode, you'll find the show notes at fluent.show slash 88, because we are in episode 88. Or you can also find me on Twitter, and that is at The Fluent Show. Today's show is based on a question. And it's slightly unusual because I have not taken a listener question. I've gone for podcaster's privilege and essentially I'll be answering a a question live on air that I have been asking myself. So maybe I thought it might be quite interesting to do an episode where I talk you through something that's been on my mind recently and something that i know has been on many, many language learners mind. It's to do with our sponsor. So let me tell you about our sponsor for a minute. It is a flashcards app. So a spaced repetition flashcards app where you can make your own flashcards or you can download flashcard decks that exist in Anki and Quizlet. You import them into our sponsor app, which is Smart Cards Plus. So you just kind of put them in there and then you can get started reviewing as much vocabulary and knowledge as you can possibly get your hands on. History, facts, maths, capitals of the world or of course vocabulary of hundreds of different languages. Smart Cards Plus is something to try out if you have never used flashcards before and I'll get to that a little bit later. Why it's I think, a really good beginner's app, but also I've heard from people who are Anki users who think this is this is awesome, it offers me everything Anki offers me, but it looks a bit cooler. So they've convinced me with their design. This month, SmartCards Plus is giving you the chance to win a $25 iTunes gift certificate. When you download and try out the app, all you got to do is download it. You can do that from smartcardsplus.com slash fluent. Get started, take a screenshot and then put it on Instagram or Twitter using hashtag smartcardsplus. Tell us what you're learning and I'll be sharing a few of my own screenshots on there as well. So that is smartcardsplus.com slash fluent. Really great flashcards app for, yeah, even people like me. And why do I say people like me? That brings me to the topic of today's show. Today's show is based on the question, should I give flashcards another chance? You see, in the history that I have with language learning, I've been much more of a list person. The way I learn vocabulary traditionally is based on how I learned vocabulary in the school environment, because I learned my first five languages, you go school, (laughs) I think five or four languages in school. And the way it worked for me was to make a huge list, draw a line down the middle of a exercise book, write on the left hand, the words in one language, on the right hand the words in another language and then follow a method that I call write, look, cover, repeat. So I write the words, I look at them, try and magic them into my brain or later on I learned a few techniques but essentially you look at them, you try and memorize them, you cover one side, you work down the list, you see what you remember, you see what you don't remember and then you repeat. And if you do that regularly... The really cool thing about it is that those words that you just can't remember, you can maybe highlight them, you can maybe just give them a little check or a little cross and then work through the list again, simply focusing on the ones that you cannot remember. And over time, all of the words in your list are going to go in. Now, I really liked working with vocabulary notebooks in this way because it automatically gives you a manageable chunk of vocab Because a page in an A5 kind of vocab notebook is not that big. And also it allowed me, and I didn't know this at the time, to use (laughs) essentially spaced repetition. Which is now being done for you with algorithms. And the idea of spaced repetition is one that, that I do believe in. Is that you need consistent and repeated exposure to whatever it is you're trying to remember on a regular basis. But you can't do it all at once. Like You cannot, you need to do this over time, you cannot learn the, think of words in your target language, you can learn one word by just drilling it into your brain 500 times and then maybe you'll never forget it, but realistically you can't do that with more than three words at a time and it sounds really annoying. So what you don't want to do is learn the word for, let's say, accommodation and then just drill it into your head, say it to yourself a hundred times, go, right, I know this one now, you will find that a week later you may have forgotten it again. And you need that repeated exposure. And this is why when you get frustrated, forgetting words, never do feel frustrated. Try Try and remember that this is your opportunity for a renewed exposure. And every single time you've got that renewed exposure, doesn't matter if it is because you forgot the word and you have to ask what it is or if it simply is because your flashcard app or your vocab list has it on this week and you go, oh, I can't remember. doesn't matter why. The good thing about that is that it goes back into your brain and you have had one exposure point (laughs) and that means you can remember it for that much longer. And if you do this repeat exposure over time, eventually... Things go into your long-term memory and you don't forget them anymore. And that's how people learn languages. Essentially, we just use it so much that eventually we don't forget it anymore. It's the same as how you learn how to drive, really, or how to how to make a particular baked good. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> I was talking to you about lists, etc. So uh, this is how I've been using my lists, but there are also other techniques out there, and recently. First, because this is our sponsor, I should know what I'm talking about when I tell you about Smart Cards Plus. And then slowly, because I actually quite like it, I have been using a flashcard app and that had never been part of my routine. In fact, I used to think, well, I'm not sure what, what I could possibly get out of it. I was very skeptical. And this is why I'm talking to you now and why I'm talking essentially to myself to explore What changed, if anything, and why flashcards are a good idea or a bad idea, whatever. Really, it's the same idea as a vocab list. So here's how I usually review my vocab. I use labels around the house. I label whatever I can get my hands on in the language that I am learning in my target language. And this can go from various kitchen items to my bicycle. And I use the labels to either describe what it is that I have labeled. So lamp, table, bed. Or I use them to describe what it is that I have labeled. Black, blue, bread, soft, hard, comfortable. And all those kind of things. And you can do that around your house. And you will automatically have repeat exposure to what it is that you're looking or that you you've, you're labeling because you don't use your kettle or your sofa all day long instead you see this on a regular basis and it starts to go in I like doing it that way because it also gets me really used to what those words look like sometimes I might just idly stare at it in thought so it's a good one for learning other scripts it really helped me with Russian and this Relic script the second way I learn vocab and review vocab is with lists, as I've already told you, handwritten, regularly reviewed and condensed. And the third way I learn is with digital flashcards. Never on my laptop, never on my main computer. I think it's because it's a work machine and I just don't. Language learning doesn't really work for me on that machine, but I do use the app I use Smart Cards Plus on my phone and that is kind of my main flashcards app at the moment. I've got a big deck that I'm sort of slowly adding to. It's, well, big. It's got 128 words on and these are all words that I found around me and then added into this deck. And the reason I'm such a Smart Cards Plus fan is because creating a new card is so easy. And creating a new card with my previous app that I used to use for this Memrise is really not that easy Memrise doesn't really isn't designed to let you quickly create um, a, a vocab card on the go instead you kind of have to do it online and you have to log into your course and you have to make your own course and it's it's a it's a faff Well, all things things considered. So I, I like how I'm doing this really quickly. I've also got another deck, which is one that I imported from Anki just to see what importing from Anki is like. And I barely ever look at this one. That's not because I don't want other people to tell me how to learn vocab. But once again, I'll get to that later about the provided lists that you can access and maybe why they don't work for me. Something I have never used. There were two things I've never used. So if you are listening and you think I may not, you know, Kirsten doesn't really know what she's talking about. Here are the things I genuinely don't know what I'm talking about. Cause I've never tried them. Number one, handwritten flashcards. I've done much exam revision in my life. And I have used flashcards for it, but never for language vocabulary. Never even for grammar rules or anything like that. I just don't review with flashcards especially not showing them to somebody else I just just know and the other thing I've never used is Anki and that's usually because every single time somebody speaks about Anki I find it comes across very technical and and very uh, systematic and somehow my eyes glaze is over because I just don't do well with rigid systems, I think. A final thing that is interesting to share is that when my level improves, as my language level improves, I don't use vocab tools as much anymore. Vocabulary, lists, labels, flashcards are at the start, and by that I mean the first year of my language learning. And I can speak about this with the Welsh language, which I've now studied for between two and a half and three years, and I'm roughly on the level B1. Let's be generous. <laughs> so I can I can have basic exchanges, most certainly in Welsh, and I'm beginning to express myself more richly as well. And I find that I just don't I I don't make the vocab lists, and that's not because I haven't got any more words to learn, but the ones that I do want to learn now are easier to memorize and they're easier to isolate from all the other words that I already know. So now sentences don't have big gaps in anymore. They, the gaps are getting smaller. I can listen more. I can talk more, which means there are so many new ways of interacting with the language. So I'm gaining all these abilities and that means my language time isn't really spent on vocab lists anymore. And I focus more and more on what looks most useful. And it, this brings me to the source of vocab. These places above that I, or above in my notes, really, the places I previously described to you, labels, lists and flashcards, they're not always where I find my vocab. This is very important. It's a huge success factor for you as well, I believe, to bear in mind that a list or app can be your least effective source of vocabulary you know those frequency lists where people want to study a thousand most frequent words and then think okay that will teach me spanish if i just study the thousand most frequent words in spanish that works to a certain extent but it is <sighs> the reason i say it's it's not it's it's not my my preferred way of learning vocabulary at all to the extent where I would say that this doesn't really work, is because you get into that situation that I was describing earlier, where you stare at a list and there, there are 25 meaningless words on it. Meaningless because you have not yet created an associated meaning. And that list is something that you then force into your head and review and review and review until you've put it in. It sounds boring to me. I don't really want that. And I don't really find it very beneficial as such. Of course, it works. You know, cramming things into your memory works. Eventually, they they might stick. But as a source of vocab, I much, much prefer, and I'm so much happier when I can get my hands on this, learning Essentially in the wild. And that doesn't just mean I have to be out in Wales, walking down the street. To be honest, nobody, you know, that street is most likely English speaking anyway. So it doesn't mean I have to be in country, in immersion, ideal situation, on the fluent German retreat or something like that. No, it means I want to ideally gain new words from an occasion where there was something i didn't know how to say and i asked somebody from learning the word in class in a context that i find interesting in real life or in other, any other in, engaged environment so in an environment where i feel engaged not just see a plain word in a list but instead hear it on a podcast and go what what did why did they keep saying why did they keep saying that what does that mean Or look at it and then see it on the list and then see how they're using it in this podcast or see it in this sentence, see why it makes sense that they're using it. Just connect it, make it richer. And this is consistent advice. I've spoken to, you guys know, Gabe Weiner, the author of Fluent Forever, who spent a lot of time talking about, he does it with flashcards, but essentially talking about the same thing. You've got to find a context for, this is why it's hard every word that you are learning and one of the reasons the biggest reasons I haven't used flashcard apps before was because the quality or the relevance of the pre-written courses when it came to bridge just didn't work for me and I never f- I never made my own flashcards um, in an app before and that's why I hadn't used them before and that's why Smart Cards plus is is currently my go-to app. For flashcards, because it's so easy to make one. Now, I make a flashcard when I am reading my book. You know, I'm just reading a learner's text, a learner's novel, an easy reader in Welsh. Uh, there's some words that I might not know. If I think, oh, that's a cool one, I might put it in my flashcard so that I see it more regularly. Or when I am doing a language exchange or when I am working with my tutor and we're on Skype and... Usually what happens on Skype is that they might say something or might correct me, etc. And they all the words I don't know how to say where I default, I go back to English. They'll then type the Welsh word in. I might say the sentence again with the Welsh word in. The Welsh word is in the Skype chat. So then I can take it out of the Skype chat. And, and this is all manual work. I don't know. It just is. But it's good because it's a repetition. And then I put it either in a vocab list or... Like I say now, in a flashcard app because I use my phone a lot, and this is just very convenient. I wanted to give a special moment to memorize because memorize had w- was the first memorization tool that I have seen that provided mnemonics, and mnemonics are cool. Mnemonics, if you don't know, are essentially connections that you can make to make your words richer when you don't yet have any way of remembering it. And they are particularly cool because often you can tie them back to your native language. For example, you might look at the word, I often talk about Anghis Bech in Welsh, and Anghis Bech ends in Bech, B-E-L-L. So it looks like Bell, but you have to say Bech because it's Welsh. and this word is easily memorized when you think of a context sentence. And that sentence was provided to me by a different user who made himself a little memory sentence and put it in well, in memorize. And I saw it and I thought, this is great. I'm going to use this. So ang anghisbech looks like A-N-G, hey, so A-N-G, ang, H-Y-S, his, and then B-E-L-L, bech. And the and it means far away, means distant. So the way that the person memorized it was they went, oh, he lived really far out, so I had to go and rung his bell. I know that's not a grammatically correct sentence, but it has rung his bell, which looks like ang his bech. And it became, you know, connecting it to the story in this way, that's a mnemonic connection, because now I've connected it to something I already know, there's a story in there, it's all... Is excellent. People go crazy on this. If you want to read about how people do this with memory palaces and basically Sherlock Holmes kind of you know, levels of mental sophistication, you could check out the vocab cookbook, a little book that I've written, which you can usually get on the Kindle for a fiver. That's worth looking at if you want to know more about systematic vocabulary revision and obtaining and Memorizing, <laughs> that's right. or uh, so that's the vocab cookbook. I'll put it in the show notes. or you could look at mem- magnetic memory method. So that was um, Anthony who writes the magnetic memory method. He's obsessed with it. If you want to know about that, he's he's the guy to check out. So back to memorize. Memorize used to provide a lot more what they call MEMS. So that's exactly this kind of stuff. and that's fantastic. Memorize also does so well when you take one of their official courses, partly because it does exactly that rich thing that I was talking about earlier. They add videos that they high ish no high high quality, not ish, high quality videos that they took on their own tour going around Europe with this thing that they funded called the Members. It's great. You actually see a German lady in the street talking saying the weather is bad today. Do F- to you remember the sentence? The weather is bad today. So somebody said it to you, makes it so much richer. Fantastic. But there's also a bit of low quality fluff on the platform. So every now and then it can be hard if there is no official memorize course. But the official course is great, 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 great. So I just wanted to like give a shout out to Memorize and commend it. Even though I'm not using Memorize at the moment, simply because... They don't have an official Welsh course and I can't do flashcards on the go. I want to also talk about this sense of reward and about what recall means. So let's start with recalling. Personally, I do not care if I can't recall a word straight away. If I see it very often, if I forget it, if I realize I forget it very often, then it's relevant and important. And like I said to you earlier, Every time that you have forgotten a word and you have to ask for it, that's an exposure point and eventually you will remember even the hardest ones, I promise you. And again, I find that apps that provide you just with a list can be an issue here. If you are like me and you get bothered by seeing the same words again and again that you can't remember and you don't even feel that they are relevant, that makes me crazy it makes me crazy i actually delete those flashcards again shout out to smart plus because i can do it in there in my vocab lists and i think in my flashcard app i should be in charge and being in charge of your own learning is everything second point there is really on the on the sense of reward some people really like the sense of achievement and reward that they get from looking at stats and numbers and saying, this course I made or this list of flashcards that I made for myself, now it's got 500 flashcards and that means I know 500 cool new words that I can use. That's awesome. 500. Maybe a 1,000. Maybe 10,000. I get the same. I really like to look at my handwritten lists. That's my favorite. And to just look at this page and go, I know all these words now. I am so cool, <laughs> you know, and just tell myself this. I know all these words now. That is awesome. And finally, I want to mention to you that something that is important when we think about recall is that recalling something from a list or a flashcard is one thing. It's nice. But It is pointless if you cannot use that word later in a conversation. So all of your vocab, you should think... I think you should (laughs) think... All of your vocab needs to be activated before it's really language learning. Otherwise, it's word learning. But as soon as you activate the words, as you actually use them ideally in a conversation or at least in a text or something like that, that's when you have activated them. That's when they're actually part of the language you are learning. And to finish off, vocab is not language, right? Sometimes when we obsess over I'm learning vocabulary lists or I'm doing flashcards or I'm doing this or I'm doing that, we can forget this. So first of all, vocab, not being language means it's a small part of the whole language learning thing sometimes i find it so frustrating when i look at a new wave of apps new wave of apps and they tell you learn a language with us but really what they mean is just learn words with us and they're great for memorizing words but even with smart cards plus who are our sponsor and i am a total fan and i hopefully have explained to you the reasons why i'm i'm down with this with this app even with them I'm still not learning a language. I'm learning words and maybe some sentences. But until I actually use those, until I actually maybe hear that word and I go, oh, I, I just understood that word. That's the word I've been seeing in my vocab list. And I've suddenly seen it on a TV program or I've heard it on a podcast or I used it in a conversation or somebody else said it. And in a conversation, I realized, I totally know what you're talking about. Until that's actually happened, you've really learned words but not language. You need to learn a language over time. It's impossible to cram a language. I think it's it's not there's so many brain cognitive pathways that have to get forged. It's it's impossible. And you need to learn it by if you keep throwing in new exciting things keep trying out new things you might be all about the grammar one minute one minute one week you might be all about the language exchanges for three months straight and then just get into a tv show in your target language doesn't actually matter it's not about what's the best method it's about keeping you motivated and interested so that you keep throwing new things into the pot and every now and then We have sort of a language resource stew. Something else bubbles up to the top. And this is where I am with flashcards. So hopefully this was interesting for you to listen to. Where I come down is I still don't like flashcards that just provide you a list. But I do love flashcard apps that help me review the vocabulary that I am most likely to forget. So shout out to Smart Cards Plus. Thanks a lot for sponsoring the show and for giving me this this thought inspiration. And guys, please send me your questions. So next time I will be taking a listener question again. And Lindsay and I have got a special episode coming up as well where we take two listener questions, big meaty ones, in one episode. That'll be really, really interesting. And that's coming around the corner. That's going to be episode ninety one you can check out retreats and courses that i offer on my website fluentlanguage.co.uk find a podcast at the fluent show and email me kirsten at fluentlanguage.co.uk bye